0: We follow the sounding of the bell inward.
1: Join me in prayer. As we know together that this is the day our Creator has made just for us. All for our delight and all for our enjoyment. All for our praise and all for our devotion. So I give thanks for this day, for the life-giving rain. I give thanks for each one here who brave the weather to share this time with spiritual family. I give thanks for this beloved community for the support it gives me and the opportunity it gives me to support others as we come together to celebrate our divinity we are more and more deeply anchored in that divinity we remember who and what we really are which is spirit made manifest in a human body, with a human mind. And so we take this time to remember that that is the truth of us. We develop our divine qualities and share them with others and all of us benefit and grow spiritually. So for this I give thanks and grateful for the perfect and beautiful unfolding of this service this morning. I say thank you, Spirit. Thank you to each one here. And together we say, and so it is. Amen.
0: Thank you, Chris. Good morning, everyone. So good to see you all here on this beautiful wintry day. I welcome you, if you're new with us here online today, uh, my name is Diana Johnson and I'm the pastor and spiritual director for Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We're an independent interfaith community that teaches universal principles and practical spirituality. So I welcome you home to our spiritual community, to our family, and I welcome you home to the guidance and wisdom of your own mystic heart. We're here to point you toward you. So we'll begin our Teze this morning by joining our voices together. Welcome home to your mystic heart and in my awakening. Going inward, we take a moment to feel and know our connection with all that is. We use the breath, breathing in and feeling the coolness at the tip of the nostril, following the breath as it moves through the mind, down the throat, towards the chest and into the heart. And then allowing it to move through the heart and back into the world. So in, through the nose. Cycling fully to the heart. Being released by the heart. Remembering that the breath connects us to our fellow humans and to all other creatures. We share the same life-giving air. The breath connects us to the plants. We inhale what they have given, and we exhale what they need to create oxygen and food in return and the cycle continues breath is life there are no barriers there is nothing to separate us from life each of us is a life in process every creature every plant and rock and a grain of sand. Every drop of water, all that exists, no matter how large or small, is an intricate and irreplaceable part of the one life. All dancing together in this cosmic mystery, So take a moment to breathe in that sense of connection. Breathing in, I receive the life that connects all beings, all things, all of creation. Breathing out, I give back to life. Taking in life. Giving back life. As human expressions, we are given self-reflective consciousness, the ability to make choices, and so our responsibility is to make them wisely, to care for our brothers and sisters, human and otherwise, to care for the sacred mother as she gives of her nourishment, to make an honorable and noble contribution to life itself, doing no harm, and aiding in the transformation happening in our world. We are experiencing a silent awakening. And by our conscious participation, We're moving with the flow of life. We are on a path of devotion, whether we know it or not. We are beings created in love, by love, for love. What is the path of devotion It is the path of love. Bhakti Yoga is the name offered in the Hindu tradition. Bhakti Yoga is a path focused on loving devotion towards the Divine. Similar to Hinduism, Buddhism holds devotion, or puja, a commitment to religious observances as a central practice. Rather than calling it a path of love, a Buddhist might refer to it as a path of compassion or loving kindness. In the pagan and other nature-based traditions, the way of devotion points toward the cultivation of a personal relationship to ultimate reality, to the wholehearted adoration and devotional surrender to its transforming grace. Trust in its providential care, its sustaining energy, and sense of affirming presence. And Christianity might define the path of devotion as a process of loving submission to God. The intentional surrender to and worship of God. Of Jesus or of the Holy Spirit. And to the grace that fills our lives when we commit ourselves to such a path. In each of these traditions, the path of devotion is one of love, reverence, surrender, and commitment. It is a path of going inward to find what is required to become the best we can be in service to something larger than ourselves. It recognizes that we are here to love and to serve. The path of devotion calls us to rediscover the miraculous nature of all that surrounds us. To reawaken the curiosity, wonder, and awe that lives within us. Our first step as we enter this path is to turn inward, to find the life of spirit in your own being. Bring your attention now to your heart, to your heartbeat. Allow every breath you take to be drawn all the way down into the heart. To nourish and soften the heart. No need to defend or protect. Every breath, a loving gift of spirit. Every breath serving to quiet your restlessness. To bring reconciliation, peace, connection. Breathing in, I receive the life that connects all beings, all things, all of creation. And breathing out, I give back to life. Breathing in, I receive the love that connects all things. And breathing out, I send my love into the world. Each time you take time to hear and know the beating of your heart, (coughs) to follow and attend to your breath, You're making an investment. And it grows and deepens with time. Every conscious breath, received as a gift of spirit, connects you to your divinity. It nurses you back to wholeness. It carries you home. Let your heart breathe safety and well-being into your bloodstream. Let it become soft, compassionate, and loving. This is where we begin the path of devotion. By building a bridge to a deeper, more conscious relationship with our bodies, with ourselves, with the Creator, and with life. Until we can be with our own lives in a loving and peaceful way, we cannot easily access our love, compassion, and caring for others or the world. Until we can accept ourselves with all of our perceived flaws as expressions of the Divine, we will not see the divinity in others. The path of devotion calls me to acknowledge the divinity in all that exists and to bring my attention back with reverence and awe, moment by moment, to the spirit moving through everything.
1: the path of devotion is our natural disposition. Young children instinctively devote their full attention, energy, and love to whatever they are doing. Completely surrendered to the moment, they see the world around them with unbridled wonder and awe. They give themselves fully to life, holding nothing back. This is the meaning of worship, to behold all of creation with awesome wonder, not as a spectator, but as an active participant, regarding all that we see, feel, and experience as holy, as a sacred expression of the life divine. We worship spirit by seeing the divinity of everyone and everything. three minutes of shared, silent meditation this morning, let us remember the awe and reverence with which we beheld the world as children, the unconditional love and wonder that poured forth from us spontaneously. Let us worship creation with the same wholehearted abandon, fully surrendered into the great mystery. With profound gratitude for this time of shared contemplation, communion, and worship, we return our attention now to this time and to this place. Maintaining our childlike awe and wonder. Affirming our oneness with all of creation. And participating completely in this one divine life. Teze continues, we open our hearts, minds, and spirits to Reverend Diana's inspiring message. We allow the divine wisdom and intuition of our own mystic heart to remind us of who and whose we are and to guide each of us on our own unique, individualized path of devotion.
0: affirm with me now I follow the path of devotion as often as I can remember I stop I breathe I feel my heart soften and refocus my attention on spirit I immerse myself in the serenity of prayer even if only for a moment. As I do, I feel my belonging, my connection, once again. I put Creator first in my life and find my home in the heart of God. In the Hebrew Scriptures, God says to the prophet Isaiah, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. What does it mean to redeem? To see or recognize the value in something or someone. To acknowledge one's inherent value. This beautiful passage is here to remind us that each of us is valuable. Each of us is a perfect and intentional expression of divinity. A beautiful and loving part of creation. Creator sees and knows our value. Who are we to question? In the week ahead, allow yourself to be reminded of who and whose you are. Take moments to breathe, to soften the heart, to receive the love that connects us, and to send that love on. Love is a great teacher. Remember that the love of Spirit is Creator's self-givingness, and that as an expression of the Divine, you too have a giving nature. Take as many opportunities as you can this week to give of yourself, to bless the world with your time, your attention your talents or skills. Offer a smile, an open door, an extra set of hands. Offer your listening ear, your loving heart. Take a moment morning and evening to offer blessings to yourself, to others and to the world to offer gratitude for your healthy body your sound mind your loving spirit gratitude for the many blessings that surround and fill your life upon waking acknowledge that this is the day the Lord has made rejoice and be glad in it Take time to remember that the beauty of the day is not that it is new, but that you are being made new. The glory of the day is not that it marks a change, but that you are being changed. The path of devotion is a mindful path. It begins by becoming acquainted with your own divinity, acknowledging the divine in others and in the world. And the path of devotion is an active path, a path of actively engaging with the world in sacred service and in love. In the name of all that is holy, we close together in prayer. Holy Presence, Loving Creator, You are all that is. You are all that has ever been and ever will be. I trust and give thanks for my own perfection and wholeness as your intentional creation. By my very breath I feel and know my connection with all that is. With the beating of my heart I sense the love with which I am created. As I look to the beauty and perfection of nature Her cycles remind me of the eternal nature of life, the eternal nature of spirit. I trust in the love that is inherently mine when I consciously and actively engage with life. I have much to offer the world. Each of us has much to offer the world. You made me to be your hands, your feet, your heart, and your voice. You made me to love and to serve. And so I do. I offer myself, I offer my life. I walk the path of devotion. I give thanks for the beauty and blessings that shower my life and for the challenges that build my character, my resilience, and my faith. God's grace takes many forms and I receive it all with reverence, with awe and a deep sense of gratitude. By my conscious attention and choice, I place faith in the goodness of life As the center of my life, I make joy my state of being and love my way of being. I thank you, Spirit, for your power and presence in my life, in my heart. I thank you for the grace that fills every moment. And giving thanks for this time of communion and the depth of my connection, I rest knowing that this prayer guides my thoughts, words and actions as I move into the coming week. All that unfolds from this moment on is answered prayer and I give thanks for it.
2: And so it is. Amen.
0: So I invite you to to breathe. <laughs> and to gently bring your awareness back into your body, into this room, into this beautiful life that we share. As you feel ready, you haven't already opened your eyes. and Peek around at who's here in community <coughs> and communion with us this morning. <laughs> Good to see you all here. So as we close our Teze meditation today, we offer an opportunity for you to share of your financial good in support of the work that we're doing in the world. And if you're joining us online, you can go to mysticheart.org to find a donate button or a mailing address. (coughs) So as we offer this time for your offering, I offer a video. Um, Beautiful, beautiful video. So enjoy. Let our name be amen.
3: Let our lives be timeless gratitude and mighty joy. Let our heart be great peace and Holy Spirit. Let our name be
4: Amen. Let our lives be timeless gratitude Stay
0: So we thank you for these gifts as they're offered from the hands and heart of Spirit through your heart and hands, directly to the heart and hands of those who are at mystic heart. We use these gifts well to do good work. So I say thank you to each one. Thank you, Spirit. And so it is. So as we Bless you with your soul's blessing this morning. I just want to briefly let you know that if you're if you're leaving, be not staying for the conversation that we have, reserved a new space for our spring retreat this year. It will be happening from May 16th to 20th. It is called the Gathering Place at Shasta Lake. Of all things, it is ours for sure. Um, we have. Thirty maximum uh, beds, depending on who and how, you know, it all shakes out. And we're taking a um, hundred-dollar non-refundable deposit to reserve your space if you're interested. So further information will be coming out via email this week. It just happened finally yesterday. Very excited. And so, um, if you have any other questions, you can ask me in between services.
5: success find you everywhere.
0: bless you have a beautiful morning and if you'd like go get a cup of something warm and come back for a conversation
4: oh good morning good morning another beautiful
1: day in the neighborhood isn't it yes it is so please join me in prayer and together we know and affirm and recognize that God has showed up at this place fully <clears throat> present, fully giving of itself of, of its wisdom, its infinite wisdom, its unconditional love all the attributes of spirit are here alive and well and expressing us, each one here So I get thanks to each of you for coming today, for bringing your unique light of spirit and sharing it with your beloved community. I give thanks for this service, this opportunity to come together and celebrate our oneness with each other, our oneness with spirit, and to deepen our experience of the life divine. So knowing that this time together unfolds perfectly, powerfully, joyfully, lovingly, And probably with a laugh or two along the way, I just say, Thank you, Spirit.
0: And so it is. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, or welcome back. Welcome to those joining online. My name is Diana Johnson, and I'm the pastor and spiritual director for Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We are an independent interfaith community. And we teach universal principles and practical spirituality, and we come together in community. We love to have fun. We love to pray. We love to meditate. We just love. How's that? That's what we do. So I welcome you here uh, to our family. I welcome you home to your own guidance and wisdom. That's what lives within you. And I invite you to join us in song as we begin today. Our Welcome to the Mystic Heart, our one big family. And then we've added something called the Silent Awakening this month. It's a little tricky, so here we go.
6: Welcome to the Mystic Heart. Join the celebration.
0: This morning or something? (laughs) Uh
6: Let us make a joyful sound Here we stand on holy ground Let us make a joyful sound
0: Right. The Silent Awakening. We're only doing the chorus of this as a chant. So we did it last week, but you'll catch on. I have faith.
6: We're only a dream of a dream. This world is not what it seems. We are the wind that carries us into the other roots of the sand and trees. We are love offered on off the wing It stretches across the train and We are their record. In life's symphony, we are a silent awakening. There's a lot of words in there. It's easier if you move with it.
4: It's
6: good again. We are only a dream of a dream This, this world, world is, is not what it. it's used. We are the wind that carries the sheets. We are the roots of the and we are love offered on the wing And stretches across eternity We are corn and life's symphony We are the silent awakening One more time We are only a dream of a dream This world is not what it seems We are the wind that carries the We are the roots of the bending tree. We are love, our foot on the wing that stretches across eternity. We are a chord in life's symphony. We We are the silent awakening. We are the silent awakening. We are the silent awakening.
0: going to have to play the whole thing as an offertory or something before the month's over, just so you can hear the whole song. So as we begin our new year together, continue into our new year together, but this month is, is like the month of new beginnings. Um, I invite you to renew your commitment to the creation of a love-soaked world by joining in practice with me. Engaging the body and allowing spirit's presence to be a felt presence to bring our conscious awareness to the breath as we breathe in peace, letting it move into our nose, down our throat, down into the heart, and then allowing the heart to breathe that peace back out into the world. Know with me now that we are creating a world where all humans embody and live from the qualities of spirit, love, kindness, generosity, and compassion. From this way of being, there's a deep sense of joy that just runs throughout society. There's a sense of contentment and sufficiency. All people honor and care for one another, for all of the life forms that share this beautiful planet with us, and for the planet herself. We realize that we are connected to all of life, that we are dependent on the planet to sustain us, and on one another, Being generous by our nature, and living a life true to our nature, we give of ourselves freely, offering the gifts that we came here to give. And with all needs met, for every person, each one is free to share time and talent in ways that feed the soul. Life on Earth is a story a story that we are helping to write by our every thought, word, and action. Together we envision a story where all beings are well-fed and all enjoy the comfort and safety of home, where health and education and healthy relationships are supported by social systems that are grounded in wellness and wholeness where all beings find a sense of purpose. We welcome this new way of living, valuing every being for its uniqueness. We practice living authentic lives. Integrity comes naturally as there is no need to protect or defend. With love and generosity and kindness guiding every human heart, our world is free of hatred and violence. We recognize the abundance that surrounds us and gratefully receive all that is needed to live physically, mentally, emotionally and spiritually fulfilling lives. All beings experience thriving like never before as we learn to see the sacred in everyone and everything. We walk in reverence and gratitude for all that we have been given. We maintain this vision day by day, moment by moment. We are not swayed by appearances. Each of us works to align our actions with our vision, living these changes first in our own lives, with our family and friends and neighbors. And a new world is being born. In this process of profound change, this community stands as an open and welcoming place for all who seek support, belonging, and family. By the power of our deep faith, this prayer is acted upon, answered even before it is spoken. A spirit knows our heart's desire and intent in full expectation of its graceful unfolding We release it to the creative power and intelligence that I call God to the one that gets it done and so it is. Amen. 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 (laughs) I'm so glad y'all are here this morning. We're bringing awareness back. If we haven't already, take a peek around. Probably already gave all the hugs and the waves and all that. But if you haven't, I've heard so many people this year approach me and say, this is going to be a good year.
7: Amen.
0: I've heard that so many times. Like, I feel a shift. Something's changed. You know, I, I expect good things are happening. Have you guys been hearing that from people, or have you been feeling that? Yeah, I'm feeling that within myself as well. Are there changes happening in your lives that you would care to to share, to have witnessed, to have prayed for, to have just a listening ear?
7: I wrote, made a story up when my daughters that I adopted were little, mm-hmm. so that they would not feel like they were left out or left behind or abandoned. That they picked me when they were in heaven, and they picked their natural mother to carry them. Mm-hmm. And so I tell that to my kids, and. They seemed to be really happy. Bernice was five and Lizzie was two when I got them. Mm -hmm. So I remember after I did that, I went to a seminar, you know, gathering, and I had lunch with somebody I didn't know, and I told her the story, and she starts crying. I go, what's wrong? She goes, I gave a baby away, and I always hated myself for it, but now I feel like I was part of a divine plan. She goes, you need to have this book published. Uh-huh. And so I found an artist, and he's doing the work. I found a publisher, and I'm gonna get it published.
0: Really? Yay! Good for you! Congratulations.
7: And, uh, and, uh, and my daughter's 35 now, and it took that long to get to Whoa. where I found somebody. Because I'm an artist, but I don't do that kind of art. Uh huh. And he's, he's dynamite.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Congratulations, Kimberly. That's, Thank you. That's really cool.
7: It's how Lizzie
0: chose her mama. How Lizzie chose her mama. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll be looking for it. Yes. What else is going on in your world that you want to share? I made it to the gym this week. Yay. I took a walk twice. Yay. I did, did a training session with a trainer and did a class. Yay, and then got wrapped up in prep for Sunday, and that was that for the week. But hey, it's a start, right? All right. I'm gonna be buff. That's right. No, I'm not doing the buff thing. That's right. Thank you You're doing the buff thing? All right. Go, you go. I just want to tone, man. I just want to be toned again. Feel all floppy.
8: <laughs> Sometimes Gary figured out how to get a car back
0: on the road. Oh, and that's a good thing for you, I imagine.
8: <laughs>
0: Yay. <laughs> that's cool. Sometimes, you know, really coming in here, it just feels good to be witnessed. You know, to be able to have somebody celebrate with you to honor your accomplishments, to pray for you if you're wanting prayer, whether it's prayer for something challenging or prayer of gratitude. or um, It's just good to have that support. So that is one of the hugest blessings about our spiritual community for me. Um, our theme this month is Silent Awakening. Stole it from that song we just sang the chorus to. And the topic of conversation this morning is the path of devotion. We had a really nice, to me it felt like the energy was a really nice, really meditative uh, Teze this morning. So during that Teze, we gave devotion a particular definition and we talked about it, um, well let me ask, does anybody that was here remember kind of how we defined that?
7: Kind of surrendering to who we truly are. Okay. Surrendering
0: to who we truly are. What else? That was a part of it for sure. Was there a... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay, so holding all of creation and awe, wonder, and reverence.
0: Okay, so holding all of creation and awe, wonder, reverence. There's still a word that was big in our definition that's not there yet. Redemption. Oh, we did talk about redemption. What does it mean? To be redeemed, we quoted. uh, What did it mean to be redeemed? That you have value. Okay. So a recognition. Right. There you go. (laughs) So your value is recognized or inherently there as a creation of the divine.
7: That he sees each and every one of us <laughs> as that divinity.
0: Okay. That we are all seen and known as divinity. Mm-hmm. As expressions of divinity. Still a word missing. Big word, little word that was a big
8: part of it. Well, I feel like commitment, a commitment, of devotion to God.
2: Okay. My so there is. It's a missed. Be
0: there. Okay. okay.
8: So commitment. Well, I would surrender. say here, but if it's a small word, is it joy?
0: No? starts with an L. Love? Love. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) It was love. So it's it's that devoted, committed love of the divine and the expression that goes with that, the inward and the outward expression of that love for the divine, that acknowledgement of the sacred in everything and everyone within ourselves. everywhere we look. So this morning is the path of devotion. How do you define, wait a minute, we just did that. Look back at your page. (laughs) I know. Oh, I see where I was going. I, I spaced out where I took this today. There it is. So I'm gonna suggest that we turn a corner with it rather than talk more about that because we went pretty deeply into that with a meditative process. Good morning, welcome. Um, I'm gonna suggest that the path of devotion is also a path of authenticity. So I wanna take that tack on it. So let's start with what is authenticity to you guys? What does that mean?
7: Being yourself and accepting
0: it. Okay, being yourself and accepting it. (coughs) Anything else to add?
8: I'm saying truth. Your truth.
0: Your truth, okay. Uh, No, you first.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
9: I would add to that and say being yourself free from the conditioning of the world.
0: Okay, so being yourself, free of the conditioning of the world or its opinions. Okay,
2: Amanda.
0: Following the actions of your heart.
2: heart. (coughs) Nice. I can also add rising above fear.
0: Okay, rising above fear, because it takes doing that to (coughs) to be that self. Yeah.
1: Okay. It requires vulnerability.
0: Okay. Requires so vulnerability. okay. Yeah.
9: Understanding your
8: soul's journey.
0: Understanding your your own soul's journey.
8: Being willing to walk that journey
0: even when it feels risky. Mm. Being willing to walk that journey, even when it feels risky. Mm-hmm. That's where the rising above the fear comes in. Yeah. Anyone in this room walking a, a journey that never feels risky? <laughs> Just wondered. I mean, I thought maybe somebody.
1: Might be that song if the security, they, they ain't big, big enough. enough. Yeah, <laughs> I like that one too.
0: So the root of the word, um, authenticity, shares its meaning with things like author, authentic. And it means... Um, original or genuine when you take it back to its roots. So genuine or original. And so it's acknowledging the individualized expression of divinity that we are here to be. It's acknowledging that and then living from it. Being fully, fully, fully ourselves. So why might I suggest that the path of devotion is a path of authenticity? Maybe, um,
7: I think that everyone wears a mask and they change their masks for whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. And if you're authentic, then you're not wearing a mask. Okay. You're being who you truly are. And that's scary because maybe not everybody's going to like the authentic you. Right. So you've got to step out and kind not worry about what if everybody likes you. You've got to like yourself first. Okay. Nice. Thank well,
0: you
8: vulnerability, being vulnerable.
0: Vulnerability, yeah, being vulnerable. So how are devotion and authenticity connected here?
2: be devoted to something that's not true and real for you.
0: Okay. Yeah. If
2: you're going to be truly devoted to something, it's got to be something that rings inside of you. Right. Past all of the other things and is truly authentic to you. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, you're not you're not going to be able to be truly devoted. Situationally, you could turn left or right against that thing, Mm -hmm. but if it's something that is you, you cannot turn from it. Right.
0: Thank you.
9: I'm still having a hard time with this, I don't know
0: why. Maybe
4: just because I feel tired today. Maybe. Keep going.
0: So in order to live a life of, of true devotion, we're, we're looking to the sacred, right? Devoted to the divinity, to whatever we call that spirit, that presence, and recognizing that that is expressing as everything. And in order to to do that, I have to really see God's fingerprints everywhere I look. And in order to do that, I have to be able to have one of those places that I'm looking be inward. And I have to be able to accept that I am that as well. And for me it feels like that has to come first. If I can't accept that in myself, can't know who I truly am, how how do I find a sense of true devotion? to God, it then becomes something very much outside of me. And while I believe that whatever we call God is outside of us, it's also through, in through, it's it's all that is. So it can't be outside only. Right?
1: I'm sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I read this morning from Mark Debo. Sure. He talks about uh, we have to recognize that ourselves before we can recognize it right. in somebody else, so we, we have to, you know, strip away all the non-essential junk that we cover ourselves with and, uh, and check in with that, and then that, that opens us up so we can be devoted and loving with, with other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that that within, for me, that that's the voice of the divine for me. It's not like my egoic mind self that I'm checking in with. It's that that higher wisdom place in me. It's that place that feels and knows. So I'm going to share a two-minute video that speaks to me of devotion and authenticity. And then we'll have more conversation. Just two minutes long.
3: Pencil's Tale. Once upon a time, an old pencil maker took his newest pencil aside, just before he was about to pack him into a box. Imagining the little fellow as a person, he recalled a few things about the pencil. There are five things you need to know, he said to his pencil. Before I send you out into the world, always remember these five things, never forget them, and you will become the best pencil you can be. The first thing is to remember that you will be able to do many great things, but only if you put yourself in someone else's hands. From time to time you will experience a painful sharpening, but remember that this will make you a better pencil. Also keep in mind that you will be able to correct any mistakes you might make along the way. And the most important part of you is what's on the inside. And remember this as well. Upon every surface that you are used, you must leave your mark. No matter what else happens, you must continue to write. It seemed the pencil listened to him, and promised he would remember these five things, so that he could live his life with heart and purpose. You see in life, in your life, put yourself in someone else's hand, embrace challenges for growth. Learn from mistakes, value inner qualities and leave a positive mark on the world. And you too can become the best pencil there is. This was The Pencil's Tale and this is Dare to Do Motivation. Thank you so much for watching and stay blessed.
0: But it also, and good. and good, yes.
7: It definitely hit home.
0: Okay, so how's it tie in for you with our conversation? Well, you can correct your mistakes in life. Okay. It. And sometimes it seems that people won't allow you uh-huh. to correct those mistakes
9: in, in the world, yes. you know. People that are not spiritually inclined, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't. They want to keep you where they are um, familiar, with
0: right? Exactly. So in, in the box that they know.
9: Yeah. yeah, and so
0: to correct your own mistakes and and know that spirit forgives, mm-hmm. we forgive ourselves and we forgive ourselves, <coughs> and that that's really all we are responsible for. Mm-hmm. Others' opinions are what they are. Thank you. Were you wanting to speak, Reverend? Your hand was up, and I did see it. <laughs> did you like the pencil? Did you like the pencil tail? I like this. Oh, you like that. <laughs> <laughs> that looks <was> like one. <laughs> yes, David? Yeah, I
1: think it reminds me it's time to get the letter out.
0: i like
9: it time to get the let out i feel like this is so cool because i'm in the moment well a few minutes ago realized that i totally mixed up a date on something Uh uh-huh and yeah i feel like there's a sense of uh you know a little shame around that for not Mm
3: -hmm. getting
9: it right yeah. And now like, I need to go through this process in the moment while you're talking about this of forgiving myself <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and not you know, uh-huh. feel like I let people down or upset, you know, or right. like, <laughs> yeah. cause something chaos. Uh, very yeah. interesting. Perfect. I like the first
2: statement uh, um as a pencil, you inner until you put yourself in somebody else's hand. There you go. Be
0: guided by God. Be guided. Trust your guidance. I it is parallel to that.
9: When we surrender, when we let go of control. <coughs> mm. um, that we're That's not and, and we are connected with mm-hmm. the divine,
8: but also um, just that path. That path of scribble. Yeah.
0: So letting go of that that illusion of control that we have, no. and surrender. Surrender was part of devotion. So that part of part of the scribble.
2: Well, okay. cool. going really deep into this pencil situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> first of all, we have a pencil maker. Uh huh. He makes pencils. Yes. so therefore his intention to make a pencil was fully into the devotion of making that pencil when he did yeah. then everything that he said to that pencil was reminding it of what its essence is what it was created for and to do mm-hmm. and, and how to go out into the world and do that and then send it off on its journey with these five you know, things but all those things just spoke to the ens- essence of what a pencil is right. who you are what is authentic to you yes he did not say go out into the world i have created you to be a pencil go be a pin go and be a pencil and here's all the things you can (coughs) do to be the best pencil Mm -hmm. in the love that i made you to be this pencil go and pencil my friend and as long as that pencil knows it's a pencil it's going to be the best pencil that can be in the world and, and not try to be anything else but he yes. didn't give him anything that was outside of the essence of what it was made in love to be and yes. it's important for all of us mm-hmm. in authenticity who are you what do you bring to the world what is the truth that you understand about yourself and then how can you work in that to be the best thing you can be in the moments in the world where you are asked mm-hmm. to pencil yes. <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> and. I think a lot of us over the time and and different people's opinions and cultures and feelings and do they not like me for this, am I going to fit in for this, and all the things, we forget that we're a pencil and we try so hard to be a marker or a crayon or or whatever it is and then we feel like failures because we can't accomplish those things that aren't within us, that don't really speak to us. And if we return back to this is who I am Mm -hmm. and can stay there and love yourself, then then you can have such a broader, more joyful experience Yes. In trying to be something you're not all the time. It blows
0: open the doors of possibility for you when you can stay true to who you're here to be.
8: Quit trying to be a magic marker all the time. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I want to be a permanent marker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're a, a like
2: magic a marker, you can't erase your mistakes <laughs> as easily, dude. You got to rub it out <laughs> of the compound. <combat. laughs> that's right. A pencil's
0: far easier to <laughs> erase. Yeah, that's that's what I was. That's part
1: that spoke to me is you know we forget we have an eraser right. and we can clean up our mistakes. So yeah. but, So we get so hung up in well, I might do it wrong that we don't make our mark on the world. Right. Yeah. But we all have we all have a mark to make. We all have a difference to make. We do. Yeah. Oh.
7: We're we're our creator made us to be a pencil. But then our parents tell us to be something else. And then when we cling on to that and try to be whatever that is you know a hammer instead of a pencil right. <laughs> <laughs> a and then problem. you're working your whole life trying to be a hammer and you never do it well because you you can't because it's a pencil difficult. can't <coughs> work like a hammer so when you when you get to a place where you understand that that's their that's that's their perception and you just let that go and bless them and be the pencil that you can be or the person that you can be That sure takes a whole weight off your shoulders
0: to be the divine
7: that that you are and to let go. I know nothing. I know nothing.
0: nothing. (laughs) nothing.
5: (laughs) Getting back to the whole eraser thing, I was just thinking that, I I think that having an eraser isn't necessarily uh, associated with mistakes because Mm -hmm. um, in my in my job, I was responsible for writing a lot of things down with pencil, um, and at the time, some, a lot of times at the time when I wrote it down, it was it was correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then something changed, oh, nice. and so uh, I just I would then have to go back and say, well, this this no longer it right. applies, so I'm going to get rid of that and put something else in its place. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't think we necessarily have to think of it as mistakes as much as things have changed in my life, you
0: know, right. you know, I need to move on and this that doesn't apply anymore. I, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy for us to think of everything we're erasing to be a mistake. And it's natural in our lifetime that many times over we're going to change and we're going to change again and again. Gonna... It's not that our essence is changing, it's that we're peeling back the coverings. To let more and more of who we truly are come forward, and as we do that, there are going to be apparent mistakes or things that need to be adjusted, just because we're now listening more closely to who we're here to be. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Bob had a favor for me.
8: Well, by doing our spiritual practices would be a better pencil so we could stay sharp. (laughs) Okay.
0: Yeah, so the spiritual practices kind of form a a sharpener, right? They keep us sharp. Keep us connected to the divine. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
9: I just can't stop thinking about the
0: verse from Isaiah for me mm-hmm. today. Oh, is yeah. there any way you can just read that again? Yeah. I think you here. is. I'm going to get it word for word, though, so let me pull it back. How far in was that? Oh, that's the Psalm. <coughs> so it's further before the Psalm. I think it was right toward the beginning. <coughs> See, if I really had all of that memorized, but the kind of pencil I am doesn't have that stuff memorized. <laughs> we like
9: your pencil. Thanks. Except
0: before, or after the meditation. That's where I'm probably looking in the wrong spot. Oh, there it is. It's right there. Okay. So I said this morning in Tezeh, in the Hebrew Scriptures, God says to the prophet Isaiah, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. And so we talked about redemption. What does it mean to redeem? To see or recognize the value in something or someone. To acknowledge one's inherent value, to know that we are inherently valuable to spirit as an expression of the divine. that the passage was here to remind us of that, that we are valuable, each of us perfect. You know, imperfectly perfect, humanly perfect, as expressions of divinity. And we're perfectly and intentionally made just the way we are. There was never an intention for us to try to be anything other than what we are. We're a beautiful and loving part of creation and that nobody else can fill our puzzle piece. We're, we're, we're it, we're just as we are. So Creator sees and knows our value, and who are we to question it then? So that was where we went with that this morning.
4: You
1: we had another, um, I think it was probably in the prayer at the end of today that we mm-hmm. talked about, the challenges that we face that yeah. build our resilience, right? Um, and that was that was the metaphor I thought of when he says, you know, you're gonna have to go into the sharpener, and it may hurt, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's gonna make you sharp, right? Yeah.
8: But you gotta go into the sharpener because when you get broken, you gotta get sharpened again. You gotta get sharpened again. That's right. <laughs>
9: Yeah. Mm-hmm. In yoga, this is called tapasya, mm-hmm. tapas, which means to um, basically like build heat, uh-huh. right? So it's like sitting and doing the breath or whatever the practices are. I right? mean, it's the practices that right. refine us, it's the
0: same idea, yeah. the As- austerities, challenges. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, and, and there are times that we can consciously choose a path that isn't challenging. You know, we can choose to go to the pencil sharpener before we break. <laughs> we can sharpen ourselves or have ourselves sharpened right up before we're break, <clears throat> broken or dull. Also, so to buy into it always has to be the challenges that grow us. I, I believe challenges do grow us, but so does consciously chosen growth. Doesn't mean it's not challenging still, but.
2: Now. Don't have to wait for something to come up. Feels... But also, too, what I'm getting um, listening to everybody in this sharpening situation is there's a natural progression, mm-hmm. right? So we have the pencil, the original sharpening, then we have a time of writing, maybe a time of rest, maybe a time of erasing, because if all we do is be in the damn sharpener, we disappear. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. there, there, it can't be that fast. We need to we need to have the natural flow of all the things that need to take place in between each sharpening. Right. As we're moving forward, because you ever just stick a pencil when you were a little kid into the, yeah, the just wall, just wall and watch it. And, <laughs> just and went and then it just disappears and it missed its hole in between adventures the mark that it might have made on the world never happened (laughs) never spent all its time focusing on being as sharp as it could right (laughs) so
0: good -hmm. there's really a lot of meat in that two minute video
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) mentioned sharpening before you break
8: Mm -hmm. if if you sharpen before you break it, it only takes a little bit of
1: your skin a little bit of the wood right if you're broken it takes takes a oh. lot of wood.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. That's
0: yeah. true. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, someone already interpreted put yourself in someone else's hands, Brenda, well, thank you for that. So that's the surrender piece of devotion. That's the submission piece of devotion. So then there's the embrace challenges for growth. We've had quite a bit of discussion about that. Anything more that <laughs> wants to be said around embracing the challenges for growth? <laughs> <laughs> we all love embracing challenges for growth.
7: Well, what's alternative? Sitting and being a lump?
2: Okay. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> not any fun. All right, there you go. that your being lumpy.
0: <laughs> I don't want to be no lump. So, how are you doing with learn from mistakes? Do you learn, shift, and move on, or do you sit and beat yourself up over all the mistakes that you're perceiving? No,
7: uh, that's not fun. Not yeah. a waste waste my time.
2: Need to, going back waste to what Gary time. said. Mm -hmm. not everything is a mistake right right so in learning who I truly am in being authentic I'm going to try a lot of different things and they may fit or they don't fit Mm -hmm. or I'm not perfect and why would I try to be I'm just progressing Mm -hmm. you know and, and I'm learning and I'm changing and I'm growing but if we don't have all those stumbling moments then we never learn how to operate differently in that situation. Right. And, and like with the kids, if they're climbing on something and they fall down or they get stuck, how are you going to, you know, rather than say, oh, poor baby, go sit down on the bench, mm-hmm. you can try it again, try it again. And that's yeah. not a mistake, that's a, that's a growth no. point. Right. You know, and somebody, I got into a little conversation with someone yesterday, and they said, well, I don't know if I'm good enough for that because I, I haven't mastered anything yet. And I said, first of all, not just me, Uh I don't believe you're ever truly a master of anything, or or that there is a perfection or a level. I think that's something that keeps us feeling like we're not good enough Mm -hmm. in the moment to act yet. I said, I make really good pancakes. My pancakes are legendary, Matt. But sometimes (laughs) I make pancakes, and I've spent years making those pancakes. And then I'm making pancakes yesterday, just being a real parent, one of the kids goes to the bathroom and starts yelling he needs to be wiped. Now you better go, man, because otherwise they're getting up, right? So off <laughs> I go, oh I go, my pancake slightly burns before I get back to it. Was I never a master of making pancakes? Or are there situations I cannot control that do not reflect my skill with pancakes? <laughs> that's, that's as good
8: as the pencil Sometimes the kid
2: poops during pancakes, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but but there is never like why would I beat myself up now over my pancake skill or question my pancake skill. I can't control all these things. There's not all these, (laughs) that was a mistake. Okay. That was the next time I would turn the pan off, move it, and then run. Right.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you beat yourself up, though? That's right. a good question. Right. I mean, it's a conditioning that there is. We're supposed to do things this certain yeah. way. We're supposed to hustle culture
2: be through Better. better. <laughs> I should yeah. have known better. I should. Yeah. That's, where we, that's where we stumble all the time. And that mm. comes from our initial
0: upbringing, our society, from those things that we grow up in. And then when we're old enough to <laughs> step away from whatever, family or conditions, it's so conditioned that we just automatically, without realizing it, take over that role ourselves. We just no. take those voices and we we internalize and we just continue with whatever it is that we're used to being exposed to I until s- we consciously find a way to stop it.
9: It's so interesting. I'm
0: like literally bathing myself in
9: that right now. Um, <laughs> but- Consciously, like, I know. Like, I know that that's not, like, I don't need to treat myself that way.
4: Mm-hmm.
9: I'm, like, I wonder what it really takes to unwind
0: that. <laughs> I'm going to say something that you 40, 40, might 40 not 44. like. I <laughs> often say things people don't like. But sometimes it just takes a willingness to totally let go that that's your story. <sighs> I mean, sometimes it's a story that we're repeating, and we're repeating it and we're repeating it. And sometimes it's just about stopping.
8: <coughs> you mean, it
0: starts to happen and you catch yourself and you don't, you just stop, you just turn, you just, you know, it, it is, it's a story <coughs> that, that it's difficult to put it down even. That's part of the story. Yeah. And so willingness to really just disassociate from those stories altogether. Is, is, is what, what it takes.
9: I very much see full circle for me in this conversation how my not enoughness story mm-hmm. keeps me from understanding that principle that you were talking about and that we, yeah. are children, we, we are part of, we are our mm-hmm. you know, spirit working through us as us. There's a disconnect there, and I know these things conceptually so well. Right. Live them, teach them, but when it comes down to it, I, there's still a disconnect there, and I see yeah. it. So I'm going to turn the other way. There
0: you go.
1: David? I'm not sure I completely got it right, but the gist of it is that uh, when Thomas Edison was developing the light bulb, he got criticized for failing again after a bunch of times, and he said, No, I've learned a hundred ways that this doesn't work. I didn't fail, right. I definitely gained a knowledge mm-hmm. from, from it, but... Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, that ties right in with what April right. was saying, yeah. Yeah, it's not a failure, it's a, a shift in direction. It's just a shift in direction. Learning what isn't working, trying something else. <coughs> Bob? Well,
8: when I look at it, what I've learned, you wear this backpack <laughs> in your life, and if you've got a story in there, it uh-huh. might be in the shape of a brick <laughs> or stone, <laughs> and you're carrying that around, and you get tired, and it isn't working. So all you gotta do is stop, take the brick or the stones <laughs> out of there, and you have more energy that you don't need to be carrying around. Uh-huh. All those bricks are stones. Yeah. Because well,
5: sometimes the stones are really, really heavy. Sometimes so. yes. yes. they are really heavy. Yes. Are
0: you done?
8: Okay, I'll jump in. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> <laughs> For some of us, the I'm just going to turn into to another direction is something that we've heard mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And we have... Been less than successful with that, mm-hmm. so I would say that yes, and also mm-hmm. coming into connection with other people who can speak into that, um, yes. other ways of approaching that. That may be a little bit more out the outside the box may. Use less mental capacities and perhaps a more embodied way. You're a yoga teacher. Um, you know, there, there are ways. So, for those of us who are sitting here going, But I've tried that, that's not working, I'm just telling you, been there, done that, there are other ways. Mm-hmm.
7: Thank you. When you were talking about your, well, you didn't call it your story, but your story. What comes to my mind, how, what I use, is every time my story comes up, I think, wow, that's, that's really an old, you know, story, mm-hmm. and everything starts with the thought, and the thought can be changed. So, change your mind about your story. Mm-hmm. It's all attitude about it, and that's really been a tool in my toolbox, it's really helped me to become the better version of who I am now. And I'm still working on yeah. even being better than that.
9: Yeah. That's a great place to be and like really seeing, right? being able to witness. Sometimes right. we're not, yeah. we don't even get to that place.
0: Right? Yes, yeah. yeah. but I just yeah. wanted to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be a mental process, but it doesn't. It isn't just because I'm talking about it the way I'm talking about it. Doesn't automatically mean it's only a mental process. It isn't for me. Okay. It's a very physical process. It's a very um, spiritual connecting process. It's an energetic process. So there are lots of ways. You're right. There are lots of ways to make that shift. But ultimately, it is that shift that frees us from that pattern. So whatever ways we can find to make that shift. But the awareness, like you're talking about, the awareness that the pattern isn't there, and looking for that, those tools that can help us to just say I'm done with this, like really done with this, willing, willing to be done with this.
9: It's really the somatic approach, and not in any sort of like structured yoga way that helps me. Like I need to take uh-huh. this, I need to just like shake and move and dance right. and like yeah. actually mm-hmm. move it yes. out of yes. my
8: system.
0: Yeah. Cool. I saw your hand waving. <coughs> cool.
2: Not true for everyone, I know, but that voice that comes out mm-hmm. when we when we feel that we have made a mistake like you said you touched on it where did it come from where did we absorb that from and sometimes in the transition between childhood to adult mm-hmm. in if we have had an overly critical voice that much time of our young life right. in the absence of that we take over being our own overcritical yes. parent And for some of us, like, just the don't do that doesn't really work well for me, but what has worked for me is the learning to reparent yourself, is the how would I want to be, how would I want my child to feel in this situation,
4: Mm -hmm.
2: me as a parent now, who I am, would I be overly critical to my child and want them to feel bad and, and shameful about themselves mm-hmm. or, or feel like they're a mistake or whatever it is or would I want to empower them and, and, and be their cheerleader and, and okay. comfort them and love them and, and tell them that's okay, we'll do it again, we'll do it differently and, and actively reparenting myself in those moments yes. and that's a choice Yes. And that's a practice right? until you get to a point where you can be as kind and compassionate and forgiving with yourself as you want to be as a parent for your children or anyone else in your life. Mm-hmm. Like Angela said, sometimes we need a cheerleader on the outside. Sometimes right. we got to be our own cheerleader on the inside, yeah. and if we didn't learn that as a child, mm-hmm. it's up to us to yeah. teach it to ourselves as mm-hmm. an adult sometimes. Yes. that's part of all wrapped up
0: in the willingness to do that, to make the effort to move in that direction.
7: I think that everybody here is really blessed because we're all on wherever we are in our lives. Um, before I really got on whatever this is that I'm on, because I don't want to it a path anymore, it's kind of who I am. Mm-hmm. But we're not taught those things. You know, our minds go round, round, and round, and round, and round, and this, this, and this, and this, this, and this. People aren't taught they have a new choice. They can make a different choice. They can change the way they think about it. They can change their surroundings. They have a choice, and we weren't taught we have a choice. And everybody here now knows, because they're here, that they have a (laughs) choice, and they can be different, or they can make a new choice.
0: They can re it themselves, right. they can do whatever is required, and all of that requiring the willingness to be different on the other side. There has to be a willingness and a real desire to be different on the other side. So I'm going to wrap us up, because this has been really great, even better than I thought it might be with a little pencil story. <laughs> <laughs>
8: we're all
0: deep-fingered. I know, I love it, I love it. So we're all leaving our mark on the world whether we know it or not. It's not about whether we are or not. We're leaving some kind of a mark on the world. We're here. We're interacting with other beings. We're having an impact. I invite you to take this question with you this week. What kind of a mark will you leave on the world? What kind of mark do you want to leave on the world? What's your heart calling you? to lead. Maybe spend some time contemplating this path of devotion and the path of authenticity. Who are you here to be? Who and what are you devoted to? What does your life show you? When you look at your life, it shows you where your devotions lie. What are those things? You know that everything you need in life is already within you. The Christian Gospels tell us that the anointing that you received from him abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you. It's from 1 John. You're already complete. You have that inner guidance, that voice of spirit. You have all the answers. Sometimes we don't like the answers, but we we have them available if we're willing to spend the time to go digging and asking and listening and dancing and whatever else it is. You're already complete, every one of you, Candace included. (laughs) There is nothing wrong with any one of us. There is nothing missing from any one of us. We are each perfect and intentional expressions, individualized expressions of divinity. And the mark that you leave on the world is uniquely yours. Nobody else is going to make that mark. So this has been another great conscious conversation. And we can continue over lunch if we want to, or we can just put it down for a while, have some lunch. But first, join me in knowing this truth for yourself. And I think I'm going to re-share the prayer from this morning. I'm just going to speak a prayer. But I really, um, this one came through and it really moved me as it came through. So I just want to share it again. In the name of all that is holy, we close together this morning in prayer. Holy Presence. Loving creator, great mystery. You are all that is. You are all that has ever been, all that will ever be. I trust and give thanks for my own perfection and wholeness as your intentional creation. By my very breath, I feel and know my connection with all that is. With the beating of my heart, I sense the love with which I am created. As I look to the beauty and perfection of nature, her cycles remind me of the eternal nature of life. The eternal nature of spirit. I trust in the love that is inherently mine when I consciously and actively engage with life. I have much to offer the world as do each one of us. You made me to be your hands, your feet, your heart, your voice. You made me to love. You made me to serve. And so I do. I accept. I offer myself. I offer my life. I walk the path of devotion. I give thanks for the beauty and blessings that shower my life. And for the challenges that build my character, my resilience, and my faith. God's grace takes many forms, and I receive it, all of it, with reverence, with awe, and with a deep sense of gratitude. By my conscious attention and choice, I place faith in the goodness of life as the center of my life. I make joy my state of being and love my way of being. I thank you, Spirit, for your power and your presence in my life, in my heart. I thank you for the grace that fills every moment of every day. Giving thanks for this time of communion and the depth of my connection, I rest. Knowing that this prayer guides my thoughts, words, and actions as I move into the coming week, all that unfolds from this moment on is answered prayer, and I give thanks for it. And so it is. Amen. Oh. Thank you all for being here this morning. It's really good to see you all. I invite you to join us as we offer an opportunity, as we get ready to go off to lunch, um, opportunity for you to share of your financial good with our community in support of the work that we're doing in the world. If you're with us online today, you can go to mysticheart.org and you'll find a donate button and a mailing address. And as we offer time for our offering, um, I'm sharing with you a video and not the one from (laughs) this morning. turn the pages. Who I'm Meant to Be by Anthem Lights. Enjoy.
5: Every day I run a race just trying to get ahead. Don't think about where I am now, just where I want I'm losing so much precious time But will I be satisfied in the end? Oh, in the end I don't want to spend my life Trying to fight for what's not mine I don't want to lose myself In someone else's dream. I know I was made with a purpose to reach past the surface, live life fearlessly.
4: I want nothing less than to be who I'm meant to be.
1: opportunity to serve this beloved community and this greater community. And so I just give thanks for each one here, for each gift. We pledge to steward these gifts wisely and to keep the bookkeeper's pencil sharp.
0: (laughs) Amen. Video.
6: All together, hand in hand, we see the life we take a stand, and we are changing, whole new life for you and me, take a past and set it free, and share this blessing, love be with you, peace unfold you, spirit lift you, breathe it in, truth come through you, May good flow to you. Let joy renew you until we meet again. Love be with you.
0: Thank you for being here this morning and please join us for brunch if you wish.